Welcome to the virtual preceptor training course. The course consists of a series of modules aimed to provide you with the knowledge and skills needed to be a successful preceptor. In this module, we will discuss the role and responsibilities of the preceptor. At the end of this module, you will be able to understand the responsibilities of a preceptor and how it is different from the other roles in the orientation process. The first step in becoming a preceptor is to understand the definition of the preceptor role. A preceptor is an experienced staff member who is paired with a new hire in a one-on-one -on -one relationship to teach the job role to the new hire. The relationship is time limited. Once the new hire has learned the job role and competently performs the role according to standards, the preceptorship is ended. The preceptor role includes providing guidance and support, modeling the desired behaviors and skills, communicating with empathy and understanding, providing information, and validating progress through the orientation phase. Now that you know the role of the preceptor, let's take a moment to reflect on the qualities that make a good preceptor. Think about the last preceptor you had. Did you enjoy that experience? Why or why not? Sometimes it helps to think of what were the characteristics of that preceptor that were not helpful. Were they too busy? Overly critical? Did they not return your phone calls, text messages, emails? Did they not give feedback often enough or maybe not at all? These are all the qualities of an ineffective preceptor. The qualities of an effective preceptor are listed here. Being dependable means you are available to the new hire and follow through on what you say you are going to do. An effective preceptor is also fair in their evaluation of skill. They do not expect the new hire to be able to perform a task perfectly only after seeing it done once. They are encouraging when providing feedback and believe the new hire can be successful. Preceptors should also be resourceful. This includes being knowledgeable in your work or practice area, but also being able to find answers to questions. The preceptor does not have to know it all, as that is an unrealistic expectation. They should be able to locate resources, whether that's a policy or asking a specific person, in order to solve problems or answer questions in the work area. An effective preceptor also practices active listening skills. They listen to the new hire and seek understanding and clarity before seeking solutions. Listening also requires the preceptor to be open to other points of view. This means that there may be more than one right way to do something. Finally, an effective preceptor is consistent. This means that you are providing feedback at the same time intervals and are evaluating the new hire to the same standard each time. As you can see, there are multiple roles within the orientation process. Let's take a minute to define and clarify these roles so that we have clear expectations. First, we have just discussed the preceptor role. Remember, it is a time-limited, 
one-on-one -on -one relationship where the preceptor is teaching a new job role to a new hire. A mentor is someone who provides coaching and support in a long-term relationship. They are outside the chain of command for their mentee and they have no direct evaluation of the mentee's performance. They are more a guiding presence and share life lessons as their mentee continues to learn and grow. A clinical educator is an experienced professional who has the responsibility to manage the orientation process. The clinical educator determines the type of training a new hire will need based on experience and demonstrated skill or ability. They also hold responsibility for maintaining accurate documentation of the orientation process. Finally, they provide coaching to both the preceptor and the new hire within their roles in order to be successful. Finally, the clinical manager is responsible for verifying compliance with hospital policies. The manager holds both the new hire and the preceptor accountable for safe work practices, as well as adhering to department expectations. The clinical manager is also responsible for coordinating with the human resources department to provide the new hire with pay, benefits, security access, and other non-direct care aspects of the job role. If a department or unit does not have a designated clinical educator, the unit manager also assumes those responsibilities. This occurs often in smaller departments or in non-clinical areas. Each member of this orientation process is vital to the success of the new hire. By working together and maintaining open communication, the team can provide a smooth onboarding and training experience for the new hire to start their new journey with us. Now that we have discussed the role, we will move on to the responsibilities. The preceptor is responsible for more than just teaching the new hire. There are several responsibilities that we will go through now. Preceptors are responsible for introducing the new hire to the unit culture. First, you will want to show the new hire around the work area or unit so they can become familiar with the work environment. Try to put yourself in their shoes and remember what it was like to be new. They will want to know where the restrooms are, where they can put their personal belongings and things of that nature. The unit culture introduction also includes introducing them to the team members, including physicians if you work in a clinical area. The preceptor should also describe the chain of command for the unit. This is important for the new hire to understand so that they can escalate safety concerns or issues they encounter in their work or practice. The main responsibility of a preceptor is to facilitate the learning experience. This is not just simply telling the new hire how to do something. Facilitating learning also includes providing support and practice opportunities to safely practice their skills until they have mastered them. Let's take an example of hand washing. The preceptor facilitates learning by not only providing the steps of how to wash your hands, but also the reason why you should wash your hands at different times, or why warm water or hot water is preferred, and provides opportunities for the new hire to practice washing their hands. 
The preceptor also provides encouragement for steps performed correctly and timely feedback on how to improve until the new hire performs hand washing correctly and at the correct times. The preceptor should also role model the appropriate behaviors for the new hire. Preceptors should perform their work according to the organization's policies and procedures. They should also be communicating professionally, showing respect to coworkers and patients, comply with dress code, and maintain a positive attitude. One of the most important skills that you can role model for your new hire is how to handle stress and conflict at work. You will not only help the new hire, but also yourself and your team if you can show the new hire how to appropriately respond to conflicts and stressors in the workplace. Another common behavior new hires may struggle with is how to speak up for safety. They may not have the confidence to speak up when they see unsafe behaviors performed by more experienced staff members or someone in a leadership role. Let's take the hand washing example again. How confident do you think a new hire would be speaking up to another team member who may have a few more years of experience than them not wash their hands upon entering a patient room? What about a physician? What about you as their preceptor? Do you think they would be confident enough to speak up to you? We're not all perfect all the time, and that is okay. You can role model how to speak up as well as how to listen to others when they speak up towards you. Another responsibility is to assess and verify competency of the new hire. The preceptor is a pivotal role in orientation because they are the one person who is verifying if a new hire is performing skills or behaviors correctly in their work. Let's take the hand washing example again. If the preceptor observes the new hire not washing their hands after touching dirty equipment or before having contact with a patient, then the preceptor would report the new hire as not yet competent in that skill. They could then move back to facilitating the learning experience. Once the new hire demonstrates the proper steps of hand washing with warm water and soap before patient contact and after touching dirty equipment, then the preceptor would assess that the new hire is competent in that skill. New hires most often report needing frequent feedback on their progress during orientation. It is the preceptor's responsibility to provide frequent, timely feedback to the new hire on their performance. The feedback should reinforce positive behavior, build confidence, and promptly address inappropriate behavior. How to do this effectively will be covered in a subsequent module more thoroughly. The preceptor is not the only person involved in the orientation process. There are other stakeholders involved, such as the hiring manager, direct supervisor, or clinical educators. Each has their own role in the process that we discussed earlier. The preceptor is responsible for communicating with these stakeholders to inform the new hire's progress and alert them to any barriers encountered. The stakeholders can also provide assistance to the preceptor. If there is a need for further training, such as classes, books, webinars, or tip sheets related to specific behaviors a new hire may be struggling with. Let's go back to the hand washing example. 
The preceptor communicates to the clinical educator and direct supervisor that the new hire has not demonstrated competency in hand washing after repeated attempts by the preceptor to facilitate the learning. The clinical educator may provide the new hire with a badge tag with the five moments of hand hygiene to assist the new hire in remembering when to perform hand hygiene. The direct supervisor also adjusts the work assignments for the preceptor and new hire to provide more opportunities for hand washing during their next two shifts together. By maintaining open communication with the stakeholders, the preceptor receives support as well as the new hire in order to keep the orientation process on track. As a preceptor, you are also responsible for documenting the orientation process or progress of your new hire. Each facility and practice area will have different forms. You may see an electronic checklist, a paper checklist, or maybe even preceptor journals or logs. You may also be asked to attend short meetings where you discuss the progression of the new hire with the clinical educator or another member of the leadership team. Examples of the forms will be shown in a later module. You will need to follow up with your education or leadership teams within your work area to understand the forms used in your work setting. All of the expectations and responsibilities of a preceptor are contained in the preceptor procedure on PolicyStat. You can refer to this procedure at any time to aid you in remembering all of the roles and responsibilities expected from a preceptor at Franciscan. Here is a short summary of what we've covered today. The preceptor role is one-on-one -on -one and time-based. Responsibilities of the preceptor include more than just facilitating learning on how to perform a job. And qualities of a good preceptor include listening, consistency, and encouraging. If you have any questions about the content in this module, please reach out to your direct supervisor or your clinical education department. Thank you for your time and attention today. We appreciate your dedication to professional development and growth in your career at Franciscan. This is the first step in your journey to be an amazing preceptor.